Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, how do you love someone you're playing games with? Well, I've got an interesting email here from a guy. He didn't say how long he's been following me for, but obviously he's read my first book, How to Be a 3% Man. And he says he's got great results with it. The problem that he's having is his now girlfriend, because I guess she's international, and sometimes she goes back to her home country to visit family or whatever. And he noticed recently that she just didn't seem to be displaying as much attraction and interest as she had. She wasn't as passionate about him, passionately in love with him as she had been. And so obviously he went back to the basics, started reading 3% Man again, recognized that he had kind of slacked off because this is the kind of thing that happens to us slowly over time. And so he started applying what the book teaches. And within a matter of days, his girlfriend, her interest is going off. She was saying, I love you. She was talking about all the naughty things she was going to do to him again when they get when she comes back. And he's sitting there thinking, why, why go through this? Why should I play games to get somebody to love me? So I got a I got a quote that I wrote. I'm going to go through his email and answer his questions because he does bring up some good points because the longer you're in a relationship the more you're gonna just naturally tend to go along and become more you're gonna become softer i was hanging out with a good friend of mine he's been with his wife almost 30 years they have several kids together and the kids are amazing but over the years when back when we were in high school he was really in good shape he took good care of himself and now that we're all older he's become pretty obese and he doesn't work out, doesn't exercise, doesn't take care of himself. In a lot of ways, he's become soft because when we were in high school, he fucked all the hot girls. And now that he's been with the same woman for almost 30 years, it's like, what was interesting is we had a bunch of friends coming over because they were coming down to visit. And so we got on the phone and invited a bunch of our high school friends to come over and have a get together at my place. And, you know, his wife is all stressed out because she had so many things going on for Christmas and she was complaining that he wasn't doing anything to help her or support her. And then a few days before they're all, we're all supposed to come down and hang out at my place and have this party, she decides she doesn't want to do it because she's got too much to do. So instead of helping her and alleviating the stress, he's just like, well, you know, I don't want her to be pissed off at me during Christmas, so... I'll just cancel the plans with everybody. I was like, well, great. You know, you can, you can call everybody back and tell them that you're, we're not going to get together and the reasons why. And it's, I broke his balls a little bit just because we've been friends for 35 fucking years at this point. And I'm always going to tell him like it is. But, I mean, at the end of the day, his rationale for not getting together and not keeping his commitments that he made to all of us and all of our friends was... I don't want my wife to get mad at me. I don't want her to be upset with me over the Christmas holidays. And so obviously he told his wife that he had canceled everything. And then obviously she was like, oh, that's great. She was like, well, why would you do that? So it's like she wasn't excited that he went and canceled his plans because deep down he should have kept them, but he also should have been more supportive and helped her with the things that she was saying she needed help with. But instead he's like, well, I don't want to cause any conflict. So... I'll just cancel the plans and stay home so she doesn't get mad at me. <laughs> well, 
which I personally wouldn't have done that, but then again, I have been married or with the same woman for 30 years. So it's easy to say when you're out on the outside looking in, but I, you know, I do this for a living and you know, I'm, we're, we're good friends. We always are honest with each other. And you know, I shared my view on things. And at the end of the day, it was more important for him to not have his wife upset with him, which that's his life, that's his choice. We all have choices to make. So what's interesting is that, you know, this quote, you see the same thing. And it's like, I've noticed the same thing. I wrote about it in my book, some of the relationships that I wrote about that I've had over the course of my life. It's the same thing, you're together with somebody for several years and it's like, you gotta kind of choose your battles pick your battles, pick your fights, if you will. What, what's, you know, like in his case, my friend's case was, was it really worth having his wife upset at him the whole week? Cause he went and had a good time. Cause she was the one that decided she just had too much to do. And so she was going to stay up behind and we were all going to come down and hang out and have a party with our friends. And then he would have had a good time and told her all about it. And then she would have probably been pissed off that she missed out on it. But he could have alleviated it all if he would have just helped her with the things that she needed. But at the end of the day, nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. We all do things. Our friends irritate us. I irritate my friends. It's like that's. It's like you you get to a place in life where it's like the people that are in your life. It's you have people in your life that are worth suffering for. In other words, and we're, everybody's got flaws. Nobody's perfect. Nobody. I mean, you read my book, 3% Man. It's like, I don't do everything right all the time. It happens. You get emotions evolved, especially when you've been together with somebody for several years. As men, this is what we have to deal with. It's that dichotomy of always seeking peace and ease and delight, but also having to endure friction, whether it's working out or doing unpleasant things in business or a career that we might not feel like it just because things got to get done. The bills got to get paid. Phone calls need to be made, emails need to be sent out, meetings need to be had, customers need to be taken care of. It's all part of life. It's finding that happy medium, that happy balance, if you will. So I'm gonna read the quote and then we'll go through this guy's email. And the quote says, women are more attracted to men who are focused on their mission and purpose in life than men who are adrift without any real purpose or direction. Seeking attention and validation is feminine energy. Being stoic, driven, intense, and passionate about life is masculine energy. Men often become soft, out of shape, compliant, feminine, and people pleasers the longer they are in a relationship. This leads to their women losing attraction and interest because they stopped being the masculine men they fell in love with. Strong men are consistent, disciplined, and reliable even when they catch themselves being soft or unfocused. They simply get back on the path to being disciplined and focused. Soft men make excuses for becoming soft and compliant and oftentimes their women eventually leave or cheat on them. And so back to my friend, they have a pretty good relationship. They almost never argue about anything. They get along really well and his wife loves the shit out of him and he loves the shit out of her. But obviously in this particular interest, I gave my opinion, if I was in his shoes, what I would have done, or if I was advising a client, what I would have told them to do. But it was just easier to go along to get along, if you will. But you know, everything has consequences, and so that was a choice that he made. I don't agree with it, but he's his own fucking man, so he can do what he wants. 
So let's go through this guy's email. He says, hey coach, I've been dating this girl for over a year now. She's international and visits home a lot, so we call during those times. And don't worry, when she's here, she basically lives with me, so the phone isn't even used for setting dates, I just tell her. But I felt like things weren't going as smoothly as I'd like them to be, so I refreshed myself in your book and videos and noticed just how much I was slacking. Yeah, so he's been in a relationship with this woman for a year now. And so obviously things are going well, so more like, why is he gonna be picking up the book? You know, eh, I got this stuff down, I don't need it. Why do I need to go through the fundamentals? I know this stuff. But it's just little by little, things happen over time and we get away from the basics. Whether it's doing the little things or going to the gym and working out. It's easy just to go, eh, I'll go tomorrow, I'll go tomorrow. And the next thing you know, you haven't been in three fucking weeks. It happens. And as a man, you just got to get back on, on the horse. I mean, at I'm about to turn 51 in a few weeks. And I can't think of any of my closest friends that I grew up with and went to high school with that still exercise and still take care of themselves. I'm the only one that's in pretty good shape and looks really good for my age. But it's a lifelong discipline. I haven't always taken the best care of myself throughout my life. But especially as you get older, you recognize how much weight training and cardio has an effect on how you look and your overall mental and emotional health. And it's just something that you have to do. You don't beat yourself up when you find yourself slacking. You gotta turn things around and just get back in the gym or pick up the phone and call that client or whatever it happens to be that you've noticed that you slacked off in. So obviously in his case, he recognized that his girlfriend's not as into him as she was in the beginning. So he says, for the next call, I immediately restored all of your practices. I scheduled a definite time. I arrived exactly on time. I said nothing about myself and only asked her questions and ended the call earlier than she wanted. So he ends the call earlier than she wanted. So he left her wanting more. And what was different? Well, let's see. Obviously, if he was focused on asking her questions, it really made her feel like she was heard and understood. So naturally, she's going to feel more attraction to him because he's actually taking the time that he admitted he got away from doing all these little things. And because this is not something that happens one day, I mean, you're looking at the microcosm of his relationship over the course of a year and how he tended to get soft, as you will and noticed that he needed to do something differently. So that's creating attraction. But what kind of behaviors naturally lead to this? Well, if a man's focused on his mission and purpose, and he's taking care of himself, he's spending time with his friends and family, I mean, his girlfriend, after all, is out of the country visiting her family, he should be taking this time to do the same thing with his friends. Maybe he's got friends that he hasn't spent much time with because he's been so focused on his relationship. So things like this, or maybe getting more focused on his business or his career. Maybe he'd gotten kind of soft on that and backed off from that. So these are all, if you're busy, if you're focused, if you're taking care of all the little details, you're gonna be a busy man. And so he started displaying things that made him more attractive in her eyes. And then notice what he says. He says the response was literally incredible. She said she loved me for the first time in a week said some very sexy things that she was gonna do when she was back, whereas normally I'm the one that's instigating. And was said in the call asking if she did something 
to upset me. So her attitude's completely different. Feminine, submissive, wanting to make, you know, seeking his attention, validation. These are all the things that naturally happen, especially in the beginning when he's just busy and he's taking care of things that need to be taken care of. But over time, you get kids, you get family, you get a business, the decades roll by, like, I, you know, in my friend's case, things are going to happen. The key is what's the happy medium? Where is the balance at? He says, the problem is when I'm playing these games, I start to view my girl as an object or a customer. I have to make her sad and withhold myself from her to make her respect me and my needs. It's like, dude, nowhere in the book does it say to do that. that that's just simply not accurate. The reality is that you were displaying a lot of unattractive qualities. And a lot of guys, because we tend to be very egocentric, don't want to admit that we fucked up. So we want to point and say, that's not me, it's something else. In other words, he's complaining about the fact that her woman is attracted to which her woman is attracted, or his woman is attracted to what she's attracted to. So he displays attractive qualities, and what happens? She's more attracted to him. So he can be mad, he can be frustrated. It's like, I didn't design women to be this way. If you don't like it, you can talk to the big man upstairs. I'm just telling you how this stuff works and why it works. But the bottom line, if you're really honest with yourself, you kind of bitched out as a man in some areas. You, I mean, you admitted it, but it doesn't sound like, at least according to this paragraph, that you want to take full responsibility. It's like you want to complain about, this is just playing games. Well, maybe it was. this is what you needed. This was the wake-up call. This is what the book is supposed to do. So when you're in a relationship for a year or two or ten, whatever it happens to be, and you recognize that your girl is not as attracted as she was, and she's not saying I love you, and she's not bringing up sex or sexual innuendo or, or instigating at all, you're supposed to recognize that something is off. And that's why you go back to 3% man to see what you're no longer doing that you were doing in the past. And you take corrective action. You don't bitch about it and complain and whine like a girl. You go, you know what? I fucked up and I need to correct it. And so you take corrective action and you make it happen. He says, kind of like a store that tells you this is the last one when there's hundreds in the back. If I only found out my girl played these games with me, she'd be straight out the door. It feels like a scam. Well. The reality is like, if you look at my website, the email signup box, I, it says for a limited time only, you can get 3% man for free and you can get mastering yourself for free. Well, if I removed for a limited time only, I would get 30 to 40% less people signing up for the email. It's human nature. Scarcity creates value. And this ain't about playing games. This is about doing what you need to do as a man and taking care of yourself. Because if you don't take the corrective action, what happens? She eventually loses attraction, becomes confused, starts looking around at other guys, starts thinking about whether or not she even wants to be in a relationship with you. Is that, is that what you want? You know, that's life, man. If you don't like it, don't date women. He says, having sex with someone you love is the most incredible feeling ever, and that's the reason this is a problem for me. It's hard to love someone you have to play games with to make them love you. Well, don't do games of manipulation. Get your fucking ass back in the gym. Go hang out with your friends. Get more focused on your business or your career like you should be. The, the point that you should take this away from is complain, instead of complaining about what's in my book or why you have to do certain things, admit that you slacked off as a man. 
and you started displaying unattractive behavior and therefore your girlfriend became less attracted to you. Instead of trying to blame her or blame the big man upstairs for making women this way, look inward, dude. You got shit you're not taking care of, so take care of it because everything has consequences. So he says, what do you say, coach? He says, P.S., thanks again for your amazing work. You improved my dating life infinitely. Within a month of finding you, I went from seeing two girls my whole life to seeing five girls simultaneously in one month. They should teach your work in schools. I agree, but bottom line is they don't. And I can't remember who said it, but the, the quote goes something along the lines of, an education will get you, well, no, an, an education will earn you a living. Self-education will earn you a fortune. Most people just simply won't do these things. They'll just fumble and float through life and be mediocre in every area of their life that's important to them. At least you have the balls to read the book and take corrective action, even though I'm breaking your balls like I would my buddy, but at the end of the day, it's up to you to decide to take it in, take corrective action or not. But what's predictable is if you don't take corrective action or you don't maintain it, it's going to happen again. And this is part of being a man, is taking care of the little things week after week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade. Like my buddy that's been married almost 30 years. He's got several kids. He's got a lot of obligations, and a lot of things to take care of, and in a lot of ways he's become soft, but also in a lot of other ways, he's a great husband, a great father, a great friend, and he makes time for the people that matter. So you can fault him for saying, hey, he's become overweight and he is not taking care of this or that. He made commitments to all of us and friends to get together and then bailed out because he didn't want to upset his wife. But it's like, hey man, it is what it is. Nobody is fucking perfect. Not me, not him, not you, not anybody that's watching this. So if you're having a challenge or a struggle in your life, you can go to my website, understandrelationships.com, book a coaching session with yours truly. And until next time, remember, hang out, have fun, and hook up.